gutom na gutom na ako. Ang sakit ng tiyan ko. Mamamatay na ako sa gutom. Ikaw, bigyan mo ako ng pagkain mo. Gutom na gutom na ako. Gusto ko ngayon na. Oops. Akin mo ang birthright mo. Anin ko pa yung birthright ko. Gutom na gutom na ako. Amin na yan. Ipangako mo muna. Oo na, oo na. Yan, sayo na. Promise, ah. What you just saw was a reenactment of the story of Jacob and Esau. Ang mga apo ni Abraham na twins, pero si Esau ang panganay. By ilang minutes lang. And in this story, we're learning today about deals. Bad deal, good deal. So, papakusapin natin a bad deal. Sino sa inyo nakabili ng something na nalugi ka? Yeah. Or may, may transaction na akala mo ayos pero hindi pala. Nag-order ka sa restaurant na ang ganda, ang sasarap na itsura sa picture, sa menu. But then, pagdating sa... Yan, sinerve na yung pagkain. Ang liit, tapos walang ganyan. Iba talaga, expectation versus reality. Napakalaking disappointment. Uh, sino sa'yo nakaka-relate sa mga luging deal, luging negosyo, luging purchase? Sino sa inyo nakabili na napakamahal na laptop fan? Pero nung nung sinak mo sa power bank, or sa USB, umiikot, may ilaw, pero wala namang hangin. Anong tatak ito? Sony? Samsung? Ay, CDR King pala. Palpak! O sino sa inyo nakabili ng charging cable? And it works for about one week. Then after that, wala nila na to charge ang cellphone. Bad deal, no? Kahit, akala mo kasi mura. Akala mo, okay ito. Pero when, you, when in fact, malalaman mo pala na hindi siya good deal. It just looks good, but it's really bad deal. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15 to 17 says, See to it that none of you fails to receive the grace of God and watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. And it says, make sure that no one commits sexual sin or is as concerned about worldly things as Esau was. He sold his rights as the firstborn son for a single meal, a single bowl of, of soup or stew. And afterwards, when he wanted to receive the blessing that the firstborn was to receive, he was rejected. And even though he begged and cried for the blessing, he couldn't do anything to change what had happened. See, Esau was a man like so many people ngayon, namumuhay lang siya for the moment. Kung ano yung maganda, kung ano yung feels good right now, this uh, story came from Genesis chapter 25, verse 29 to 34. Jacob was, Jacob, yung kapatid niya na 
parang homebody siya, lagi sa bahay. Siya yung nagluluto. Si Esau naman, siya yung hunter. Siya yung uh, big muscles and he's like the Mr. Universe of those times. And, and, and yet, sa isang araw, wala siyang nahuli na, na hayop. So hindi siya nakakuha ng pagkain. Nung umuwi siya ng walang-wala, gutom na gutom siya, at nakita niya si Jacob nagluluto. Sabi niya, akin na yung soup mo, sarap yata ang luto mo. And sabi ni Jacob, no, ayoko na. Mga ganon, you know, you know how siblings, minsan na, na, nakikipagtalo ng mga brothers. Well, Jacob, uh, Esau said, I'm starving. I'm starving to death. Exaggeration, di ba? So give me that soup. Sabi ni Jacob, uh, anong ibibigay mo sa akin? Anong kapalit? Akin na yung birthright mo. Birthright, birthright, blah, blah, blah. Hindi ko makakain ng birthright. Sige nga, take the birthright. I don't care. Basta gusto kong kumain ngayon din. So, sa isang sandali, dahil sa gutom, dahil sa yung, yung sigaw ng kanyang tiyan, sinong sa inyo naranasan na ang tiyan mo sumisigaw? Nagre-reklamo. Sabi niya, Nagutom na ako. Sabi niya, sa isang sandali, isinuko niya ang kanyang birthright. Now, dapat maintindihan natin kung anong ibig sabihin na birthright. But it says there that after he ate, he just got up and left. Parang ganong kasimple. Hindi siya umiyak nung araw, nakakain siya. Hindi siya nag-isip ng kung ano yung consequence sa future. Basta nagpabusog siya, tumayo, at umalis. Ganong kasimple. And the Bible says, in that way, he demonstrated kung gaano kadliit ang pagtingin niya sa pangako ng Diyos. He showed that he despised the birthright. He despised the promises of God. In the Hebrew family, the birthright had a lot of privileges. Napakataas ng honor. Siya yung pinuno ng clan. He's the authority, the teacher. He has times two the wealth of any other siblings. So uh, let's say, for example, dalawa sila, out of 100% ng mana ng kanilang tatay, yung isa, mapapasa kanya na 66.66%. And doon kay Bunso, 33.33%. Ibig sabihin, one-third kay Bunso, two-thirds. So double ang napunta sa panganay. Kung tatlo sila na makakapatid, yung panganay ay mapapasa kanya ng one-half. 50% ng buong estate ng kanyang tatay. And then shared to the other two siblings yung 50%, so 25%. Pero laging double na napapa sa panganay. And then even things like God's assistance, lalo na dito sa family nito ni Abraham. And sabi ni God kay Abraham, I will bless anyone who blesses you. And I will curse anybody who curses you. So, nandun yung pangako ng Diyos at uh, yan din ang napasa kay uh, Isaac, yung anak ni Abraham, na anybody that will touch Abraham, lagot, lagot talaga. Kahit may kasalanan si Abraham or kahit may kasalanan yung mga katribo ni Abraham, yung nag-touch sa kanila ay malaking trouble. And it showed many times that people tried to steal Abraham's wife, Isaac's wife. But, and God was the one who always defended his people, his chosen people. He 
back them up with assistance, with protection, with favor, with influence. So, napakalaking bagay ang tinatawag na birthright o karapatan na pagiging panganay. And Esau just chose to dishonor, disregard, and despise yung kanyang birthright. And yung utak Esau, the mindset of Esau, you know, just live for the moment, is all throughout our culture today. You know, it's that kind of mindset that says, I just want to have fun right now, today, and I don't care about the future. Bahala na kesara sira ko ano yung mangyayari sa kinubukasan. Bahala ng Diyos sa aking future. Anong bahala ng Diyos? You have more control over the future than you think. Ibig sabihin, what you sow, you reap. What you sow, you reap. You reap more than you sow. And you reap later than you sow. Not now. So Esau traded his promised position and authority. He traded yung purposes ni God sa buhay niya for a single meal. Just for a bowl of soup. Yeah, masarap. Yes, mabango. Yes, it helped fill his stomach for that moment lang. Kinubukasan sigurado nagultom na naman. It's not lasting. It's temporary. And you know what? Sa akin, palagay ko, sobrang exaggerated niya. Namamuntay na ako sa gutom. Hindi na, sino sa inyo naranasan na gutom na gutom? Hindi na kakain ng lunch. Okay. So you know what it's like to be very, very hungry, right? Come on. But I don't think it's going to kill you. That's sobrang exaggerated na yan. Hindi naman siya mamamuntay. Pwede naman siya mag, magluto ng sarili niyang pagkain. Pwede naman siya mag-wait. For uh, uh, you know, maybe the morning they'll go fishing or he can catch. But I don't think he's going to die, really. Pero yun ang kanyang isip. I can't live without her. I can't live without him. Nahulog ang loob ko. I gotta have this relationship. Mamamatay ako. Wala kaming pag-asa dito sa Pilipinas. Walang future kung hindi ako aalis sa pamilya ko at umalis umabroad. Kailangan ko kasi maghanap buhay. Hindi ako pwedeng mag-church ng linggo. Maraming drama queen and drama king sa atin. Na sinasabi na mamamatay ako. Wala, walang, wala. I have to have it now. But you know what? This is the culture we live in now. It's get it now. The get it now culture. Yeah, we, we all like good stuff. We all like quality things. But we don't like to work for it. And we don't like to wait for it. We like fast food. Free delivery. Right? Take out. Airbnb is air bed and breakfast. Like breakfast in bed. We like the easy way. This culture and the society we live in rejects God's plan and God's timing and God's ways. And it, there's a lot of promotion, promoting 
momentary desires. There's a, I mean, every time you open your Facebook feed, nandyan na something get rich quick offers. Right? Get rich quick. Lose weight the easy way. Right? Follow your heart. Have sex with whoever you want, whenever you want. Commitment is not important, sabi nila. God's way is not the best. Outdated yan. Iba na ngayon. And the problem with this have it now thinking is hindi kino consider what would be the consequences. Basta inindulge ni Esau, he wanted it now, but he gave up his birthright, which could have been the long-term blessing that made him powerful and successful and wealthy and the covenant with, with him and God. Now, friends, listen to me. disciples ni Jesus dito? If you receive Jesus, you also have a birthright. And it's greater than the birthright of Esau. Double the wealth. Double the, no, the Bible says that we have an inheritance because of Jesus. Yes. Tagapagmana tayo kasama ni Cristo. Co-heirs. Sabi ni Jesus, whatever the Father has, He's given it to me. And I've given it to you. You know, we have forgiveness of sins. The promise of peace and joy. The assurance of salvation. We have redemption. Ang package. The, the salvation in Christ is a package. Punong-punong ng iba-ibang benefits. And so we have a birthright. Galatians chapter 4 verse 7 says, Di na kayo mag, ali, Hindi na kayo alipin. Mga anak kayo ng Diyos. At dahil diyan, mamanahin nyo ang lahat nang ibibigay ng Diyos sa mga anak niya. In Romans 8:17 dahil mga anak na tayo, mga tagapagmana tayo kagaya ni Kristo at tatanggapin natin ang pangako ng Diyos kay Christ. So there is so much that we stand to gain. And in fact, Ephesians chapter 4, 1 verse 1 chapter 1 verse 14, ipinakaloob sa atin ang Holy Spirit bilang isang Deposit or guarantee that He will give us the inheritance He has promised and that He has purchased. So I just wanted to say, I don't have time right now, but this week, I advise you to learn about kung ano ang mga kasama sa mana para sa isang disipulo ni Kristo. Para sa isang tao na nakipag-isa kay Kristo. Ano ang mga mapapasa kanila mapapasa yo mapapasa atin so that you will not easily give it up i think for that moment esau was not thinking of the benefits of being the firstborn and we are like esau then ginagawa ginagaya natin si esau when we disregard or dishonor god's will and god's way and god's timing when we choose to just, here's all of the promises of God and the purposes of God. Yung kanyang plano sa ating buhay, not to harm you, but to prosper you, to give you hope and a future. All of that, when we trade it away for a little bit of fun, 
You give all that up. The family of Christ. The intimacy with the Lord. The cleanliness of your conscience. You give that all away. Just disregard all of that for a one night stand. To insist on fulfilling your desires right now the way I want it. And nothing can stop me. Alam ko yung mapapasaya sa akin. At gusto ko yung gusto ko. For the, it's worldly. It's something like, pag sinabing worldly, it's kabaliktaran ng heavenly. Pag temporary, anong kabaliktaran doon? Eternal. Permanent. When we make an irreversible decision, that's very, very foolish. Friends, it's like, it's like buying a bad deal. You're paying so much. And what do you get? Something so cheap. Something that lasts for a week at most. And you paid such a high price. You gave up so much. Sabimo mo, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Temptation looks good, but pa inyon. To trap you during your physical or emotional weakness. Sino sa inyo naniniwala na sadya ni Satan yung timing para tuksuin si Esau sa araw na siya hindi nakahuli ng, ng pagkain na sarili niya at nagutom na gutom siya. How many of you know that the greatest sexual temptations happen in the dark? Gabi, hindi umaga 9 a.m. How many of you know that financial temptations to cheat and steal come when it's easy and you think walang makakita, walang malalaman? The temptations are there. That's already a given. Alam na natin yan. Si Jesus natukso din. But I'm telling you, God always sees. He's always watching. And we behave foolishly like Esau when we despise the eternal plan of God at yung kanyang way and will and timing and just take what we want. The bowl of soup. You know, what is your bowl of soup? Ano ang mga alok sa'yo these days? These days. Because there's always a bowl of soup around us. There's always something being offered. A sexual sin. Could be something on the computer screen. Could be something, you know, in the... A financial, get an advantage, cheat, lie, get something that, you know, but compare whatever is the temptation, whatever is that bowl, yung laman ng bowl na inaalok sa'yo, it's nothing compared with all the benefits that God has in store for you. Oh, God has a lot more benefits in store for the firstborn, His children that He loves, the co-heirs with Jesus Christ. Mm. Sinabi ni Esau, what good will that birthright, birthright na yan? Ano ba yan? Birthright, birthright. He said, what? Anong, anong pakinabang yan sa akin ngayon? Mamamatay ako sa gutom. So, ang kanyang pagtingin is, yun, sobrang long-term, sobrang layo, Baka hindi naman totoo, baka hindi matutupad, 
pakinabang ko na eh, hindi ko makakain yan ngayon. And many times in the same thing, here's the plan of God. You know, connect in your community with cell group. Worship the Lord. You know, make your soap devotionals. Commit to the church. Commit to the Lord in Monday to Saturday, hindi lang linggo. You know, and there's all of these things na masasabi ko, parang something like kabahagi ng birthright preparations. Parang it's like we're preparing to receive our inheritance. Of course, you do not do religious things to earn an inheritance. Tagapagmana ka na. The day that you were born spiritually by receiving Jesus, the day that you came into the family of God, naging isang tagapagmana ka na. But siyempre, hindi pwedeng ibigay ang lahat ng mga susi sa isang sanggol, sa isang bata na hindi marunong humawak ng, ng properties and, and houses and money. Of course, it takes some training and growing up before we can start having more and more responsibilities and before the Lord can entrust you to more and more of the great inheritance. Pero tagapagmana ka pa rin. Even though hindi mo mahahawak ang lahat because you, you have to be matured. We can be children of God or sons and daughters of God. They're the matured ones. Dalawang Greek words yan. So as we're preparing, we do these things. Not to earn favor with God, but because we are expecting an inheritance. So siyempre, nagahanda. Nagahanda ng isang entrepreneur for his opening day of his business. Nagahanda ang uh, isang uh, person na mag, magmamana siya ng law firm. Imagine, yung tatay niya, lawyer. Yung lola niya, lo, uh, lawyer. And then siya mag, ma, magmamana ng isang business na law firm with so many branches around. Anong preparations na gagawin niya? Kanya yun. So siyempre, magiging abogado din siya. Are you following me? Katulad ng tatay niya, para prepared siya to receive what is rightfully his. And yet, so many times, ito ang sinasabi ng kaaway sa atin. He would say, anong church-church na yan? Magkano makukuha dyan? Hindi magagamit yan? Walang pakinabang yung Bible-Bible yan? Dapat sikap sa aral, sa pag-aaral, dapat you, you have to uh, find uh, a job, a good job, you have to find love life, you have to hurry and, and get ahead. Alright, come on. You see what I'm saying? So many times, and even sa mga, you will get pressure from your family. Nasasabi nila, ano makakuha mo doon? Bakit lagi-lagi doon sa sa church na yan. Lucky, bakit laging may cell group tapos hanggang gabi? And so people say, you're not gonna get a benefit from that. Have fun now. Do what's, what you feel like doing right now. But I want to give you a few points. Here, number one is this. Be willing to delay gratification. Delayed gratification is defined by this, you know. It's choosing to do what's right for the greater gain not the short-term, immediate pleasure. Magpasya ka na, I'm gonna do what's right. I'm gonna do what the Lord wills and how the Lord wants it. There was a study of Stanford University. And I want you to watch this video. Now, they were trying to see if yung mga bata na parang four to five years old could delay gratification. 
kung ang ialok sa kanila, dalawang marshmallows. Pero sabi nila, isa lang muna, at kung tiisin mo na yung weight, pabalik ako, dalawa mapapasayo. Pero kung kakainin mo yung isa, wala kang susunod na marshmallow. Watch this. Okay, sit in that chair. All right, here's the deal. Marshmallow for you. You can either wait, and I'll give you another one if you wait, or you can eat it now. When I come back, I'll give you another one. So then you'll have to. But stay in here and stay in the chair till I come back, okay? okay. All right. I'm gonna go do something and then I'll come back. It smells yummy. Come back, okay? So you can either eat it right now or you can wait. Either way, okay? Okay. How'd you do? Did you do good? You did? Yeah. You wanted to eat it, didn't you? Yeah. So did I tell you I'd give you another one? Okay, now you can have both. You need them. Ikaw, kakainin mo yung isa or will you wait? Delayed gratification. And you know, they did this study because na, na trinase nila yung mga bata, mga subjects of the study after so many years. And they found out that those children who had the skill to delay yung gratification, they were healthier, they did better in school, their families stayed together. They were psychologically and emotionally more stable. They had better jobs. They had self-control, patience, than the ones who gave in to the temptation to eat the marshmallow ahead of time. So letter A is this. Choose what you want most over what you want now. Think about that. Sa buhay mo, sa pamumuhay mo, where you go to work and relationships and the temptations... Isipin mo, ano ba talaga ng gusto ko ultimately in life? A lot of people fall into someone's bed and have sexual sin because they want love. Ano, walang masama na you want love. But what do you ultimately want even more than love? I want a long-term intimate relationship, a family. So why not choose what you want the most ultimately? rather than just what you want right now. Now, if ever, masasabi mo, well, that's what I want. You know, sorry, God. <laughs> sorry, but I want to live my life in a worldly way. I, I, I want to steal. I want to, I want to do drugs. I want to, you know, cheat. I, I want to get rich before I'm, you know, the easy way. Now, if ever, I'm just saying, if ever, and sinasabi ko yung mga napaka-extreme na. But you search your heart. Kung aaminin mo talaga, Lord, I'm sorry, but I don't want you. I just don't want your way or your will. I, I, I wish I did. 
Pero hindi ako kagaya ng mga iba yan, yung mga church, church, they, they loved you, but I don't love you. Honestly, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Well, don't worry because even the desire that is righteous comes from God. Don't worry if you have the wrong desire because God can change those. Effortlessly on your part. How's that? But you believe. In fact, hear what it says over here in Psalms chapter 37. It says, if you delight yourself in the Lord, He will give you desires of your heart. Siya ang maglalaman ng puso mo. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 says, it's actually God who is working inside of you. Giving you both the desire and the ability to do what pleases Him. But we're in love. I love what God wants. I love what God prohibits. Well, say, Lord, here's what I love, but I know your will must be better. But I don't want your will. Help me want it. Change my heart. Change my desires. I want the long-term gain. You know, every, every wise investor knows these principles. You don't just jump into uh, an opportunity when the times are good just for the short term. Um, ang entrepreneur or ang investor nag-iisip ng long term. It's not about just earning a big sale on one day. It's about building a business and having many customers that mushrooms out and branches out so that you can have a long-term stable company. So even in the business world, alam nila ito. How come we make so many foolish choices because we took our eyes off the prize? Jesus said, what good will it do to you if you gain the whole world you know, now, but you end up losing your soul? In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, this small, napakaliit, a temporary trouble. Okay, so there are troubles in life. Yes, it hurt. You know, yung isang bata kanina, parang torture sa kanya. You, you could just see yung, yung turmoil sa Frustrated siya kasi he's trying hard to resist the temptation. I mean, I've been in temptations like that before where as in pawis na pawis ako because of the stress of trying to resist the temptation. It's a form of suffering. It's not easy. It's eh. But the Bible says that's just a small trouble and it's only temporary. Malalampasan din yan. Maybe weeping remains for the night, but joy and rejoicing comes in the morning. It says, but that small and temporary trouble that we suffer, it will bring us a tremendous and eternal glory. Much greater than the trouble. So don't look at the trouble that you see now. Rather, fix our gaze. Fix yung, yung focus mo on the things that cannot be seen. For the things that we see now will soon be gone. You know? And the things we cannot see, yan ang mananatili. Magpakailanman. So number two is to reassess. Reassess the value of God's promises to you. 
Okay, you hear we, we teach it, you hear it all the time. May mga pangako ng Diyos para sa atin. But you need to really reassess. Pag sinabing reassess, di ba, uh, pag nagbabayad tayo ng taxes for the land, we have to go to the assessor's office. Siya yung nag, uh, nagdi-determine kung, or nagsasabi kung maha, makano ang halaga ng lupa sa Santiago Norte, for example. And just this past year, tumaas ang value ng mga lupa sa San Fernando para kumita ng lalo si BIR. So the assessors will say, no, no, hindi na worth yung ganong kababa ang lupa. Noon yun, ngayon, mas mataas ang halaga ng lupa ngayon. So what we need to do is go back to our promises of God. Letter A is to take inventory of what Jesus has bought for you. Take inventory of all the things Jesus purchased for you on the cross. And then reassess. Analyze. Makano ang halaga ng forgiveness of sins? Come on. How much? Is it worth 5000 More? Less? More. It's priceless, okay? I'm not gonna go through all of the things. But you can see how obvious. You cannot buy peace with God. It's valuable. Reconciliation. Forgiveness. To, to have... Assurance to go to heaven. That's priceless. Wag baliwalain ang mga piyaya ng Dios, Because they're so precious. So priceless. Take inventory of that. Psalms chapter 103 says, Forget not. Don't forget all His benefits. Remember them. And reassess. Isipin mo kung gano kahalaga ang meron ka. This week, I want you to do that. That's a homework for everybody. Go find the... I'm not going to do it one by one for you. Go dig in the Bible and find the promises of God na nakaka-relate sa'yo. Find the, the identity kung sino ka kay Cristo and start writing. Put it in an Excel file. Put it on your notes, on your cell phone and make, take inventory of all of the things you can think of that Jesus purchased for you on the cross inheritance you're rich you're rich with things that money cannot even buy don't be deceived by worldly cheap cdr king things inventory reassess and number three jesus dito tayo but jesus was also like esau jesus was also hungry and tempted to sell out his birthright as the firstborn son. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. Jesus, I taga pagmana. He said, all authority, all the powers all in heaven, it's all been given to me. And you know, he is our covenant representative head. Kung sinong naniniwala sa kanya, nakikipag-ride on sa kanyang wealth. All of the inheritance that God has for him. You know, Jesus was tempted to give it all away. The purposes of God, kung bakit siya nasa earth, to die for us. That was sadya, that was a plan of God, and Jesus was tempted not to do it. Jesus was tempted in the desert when he was so hungry 
I think, more hungry than Esau. Because hindi siya nakakain ng 40 days. Now, kayo, nagre-reklamo kung hindi ka nagmerienda. But sino sa inyo nakatiis ng 40 days na walang lunch or dinner or breakfast? And Jesus was very, very hungry. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 says, He understands our weaknesses. Because He faced the same testings as we do, but he did not sin. He did not sell out. He did not trade away when Satan said, turn the mga bato into bread. Yeah, just, and Jesus like, no, no, no. Man doesn't live by bread, al- bread alone. I'm not going to live my life just filling my stomach. That's not my priority just to have fun and feel good now. I would rather feel the pain in my body, the discomfort now, but long term, I'm in the will of God. Long term, I have the, the anointing and the favor of God. And I want to please him, not just please myself. And so he did not give in. And you know, when Esau did give up his birthright, the Bible says he ate, drank, and then just got up and left, went away. But when Jesus did not give up his birthright, he resisted the devil. It wasn't Jesus who got up and left and went away. It was the devil who left and went away from him. And if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. And the Bible says that he went away only to come back at a more kairos moment. Only to come back at a more opportune moment time which he did again in the garden of gethsemane when jesus was so tired and weak and sweat and blood's coming out and and he was struggling and the temptation the bowl of soup that was offered to him was not food it was another way don't go to the cross don't do the painful route do the easy way And he said, okay, if there's any other way, let this bowl, let this cup pass from me. And, but not, it's a final decision. Yeah, I am tempted. I want it. Oh, I want it. I want her. I want that. I want it now. But not my will. Your will be done. And he made a choice. It was a very powerful choice that he made that you and me, you and I did not make. And he made the choice not to take the bowl of soup, not to give up his birthright, but to die for us on the cross. And on the cross, he said, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. What was he thirsty? You know, he could go 40 days without food. Why is he thirsty? He said, I'm thirsty. I believe he's thirsty for you. He's thirsty for you. He's hungry for that relationship with you and me. So here's the thing. He's another firstborn son. But you are his delayed gratification. He's gratified. He's satisfied to have you in exchange for the suffering, in exchange for all of the hardship he went through. Why? Because of the reward. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 
i-focus natin ang mga mata natin kay Jesus. Siya yung nagle-lead sa atin para makumpleto ang faith natin. Tiniis niya ang kahiyaan. Kahihiyaan. Na mapako sa krus. Kasi alam niya na magiging masaya siya sa huli. At ngayon, nakaupo siya sa kananan ng trono ng Diyos. He knew, it's the, the English says, because of the joy that was, that he was focused on, that was, he, he was set before him, that's why he went to the cross. You are his delayed gratification. So what can you do? Live for the long-term benefits of enjoying him. Ito ang application natin. Mamuhay para sa long-term, hindi short-term. Wag utak iso. Wag utak short-term. Wag yung utak dito, ngayon, na parang utak natin is doon at noon. When, it, when we're there with Him, the enjoyment, the enjoyment of being with Him, the enjoyment of intimacy with Him, and all of His benefits, you know, the goodness of God will lead us to change our mind, to repent. And fortunately, unlike sa panahon ni Esau, he tried to get the birthright again later. Iyak na iyak siya. Grabing iyak. The Bible says, sumigaw siya na may kasamang iyak. Sabi niya, Father, bless me too. Sige na, walang bless me. Sabi niya, Father, wala na. We can't do anything. There's no way to undo what you did. But you know, it was like that. Napakalungkot kay Esau because Jesus was not yet available at that time. They were under a different covenant set up. But today, friends, if you and me have done things like Esau, we are in a time zone that has a better covenant. We're in a time of grace and mercy and forgiveness. And you can come to the throne of grace with confidence. It's not a throne of judgment. We come to a throne of grace where we receive mercy. And find grace to help us. As we conclude this message, I want you just to think about living for the long term, not the short term. It's not worth it. It's a bad deal. Don't trade away your birthright. Yung pangako ng Diyos, yung plano niya, yung purposes niya sa buhay mo. Don't trade it away for a little fun, a little pleasure. That's too cheap. Luging lugika. Live for the glory and long term of God.